0: You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. The Rochester Police Accountability Board has introduced its proposal for disciplining city police officers, although, as WXXI's Gino Finelli reports, the board does not have the power to enforce it.
1: The so-called disciplinary matrix sets a sliding scale for how Rochester police can be punished when the PAB determines there has been misconduct. Punishments would include apologies, payments to victims, or even termination. While the PAB has long pushed for this, the document is powerless to compel discipline. The PAB's disciplinary powers were twice struck down by the courts, with a second appeal now pending. Meanwhile, the police department already has discipline guidelines in the collective bargaining agreement with the Rochester Police Locust Club Union. Enforcing recommendations from the PAB could violate that agreement. Larry Knox is the PAB's board chair. He says the document is meant to be informal guidance to the police chief, David Smith. Right now, until we get disciplinary power from the state. You know, it would just be a review and off our matrix and a recommendation to him. Locust Club president Mike Mazio says the department couldn't follow the PAB's guidelines without violating the collective bargaining agreement and opening itself up for public employee relation board or PERB cases.
2: They couldn't do that, and they would have, they would be making a unilateral action on a matter that's in our contract. And per would rule against it.
1: Gino Finale, WFXI News.
0: Monroe County officials plan to add 40 new deputies to the sheriff's office. Most of them would serve on the road patrol. County Executive Adam Bello says he and Sheriff Todd Baxter have submitted legislation to create the positions. The proposal would shift seven million dollars from a reserve fund to the sheriff's office budget to pay for them. Baxter says the county has grown in recent decades, but the sheriff's office has not. We've been
2: running at a bare minimum for 30 years. I mean, that's what we show up every day at roll call. So as soon as one person calls in sick, they have a family emergency, uh, they're on a training day, you know, we're already scrambling to catch up. And that's not good for the deputies. That's definitely not good for the constituents.
0: The legislation would also create a regional investigative operations center to promote cooperation in multi-jurisdictional investigations and monitor crime trends. The city of Rochester is offering food retailers grants of up to $250,000 to expand their inventory of fruits and vegetables. Small-scale grocers, specialty food shops, meat markets, and corner stores can now apply online. Neighborhood and Business Development Commissioner Dana Miller says the grants are intended to increase access to healthy foods in underserved parts of the city.
2: Store after store, when we go inside, we see shelves of salty chips, um, candy, soft drinks. Um, We don't see vegetables and fruits. And so part of our goal here is to make that possible.
0: The Healthy Foods Grants Program is part of a $5 million pot of federal pandemic relief funds. City Council last year earmarked to address food access concerns. The Rochester Red Wings have lost a beloved friend. WXXI's Scott Feibusch remembers the short but very, very good career of Milo, the bat dog.
2: He started out as just another minor league baseball gimmick. Instead of a bat boy, why not train a golden retriever to bring bats back to the dugout? The Wings promotions director found a friend with the dog, and Milo made his debut in two games in 2019. Then when COVID shut down the 2020 season, Milo became a social media star, and then something more. Fans who might not have been able to name a single two-legged player turned out on Milo nights, cheering as his owner Josh Snyder sent him trotting onto the field. His tail wagged with every bat he retrieved, and it wagged on souvenir bobbletails, T-shirts, and even plush Milo toys. They called him the goodest boy, and he did good, too, raising money for local charities through meet-and-greets, or rather meet-and-pets. Milo was set for a record eight appearances this season, starting on opening day, but it was not to be. After his last outing at the end of April, he was diagnosed with liver disease. Baseball is a game of statistics. Josh Snyder says he doesn't know how many bats Milo fetched in his career, but he knows how many people his dog loved. Every single one, he said. Milo was seven. Scott Feibush, WXXI News.
0: Uh, The Wings say they'll plan a memorial event this summer for Milo. The team has posted links on its website to raise money for his medical treatment and the charities he supported. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin will use $10 million donated to online fundraising campaigns by well-wishers after his on-field collapse to fund his own nonprofit, the Chasing Ems Foundation. The decision begins the 25-year-old's plans for an unprecedented outpouring of support he received after his heart stopped following a tackle during a Monday night football game in January. That people continue to give weekly to the fundraiser, if not daily. It's just one measure of the emotional power and connection Hamlin has with so many. He first started his charity in 2020 when he was still a student playing with the University of Pittsburgh and applied last month for retroactive tax-exempt status. Experts say the question of whether donors will be able to claim a tax deduction for what they gave to a GoFundMe campaign after Hamlin's injury may depend on decisions by the IRS. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.